Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Range Talk. Before we get started, I want to apologize that I missed last week's episode. It wasn't because I was lazy. It wasn't because I hated you guys. I had a family emergency come up, and I ended up spending most of last week in the hospital with a family member who is better now, so don't panic. Don't worry about it. Um, so I'm sorry that I miss, missed your guys' show last week, missed our show, my show. Um, but we're back. I'm back, and we're going to keep on rolling. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for sticking it out with me, and let's dive into it. I believe um, we have a major problem in this country that we are starting to see the beginning side effects of, but I think it's going to get a lot worse. And what that is, is the effects of social media and uh, the current technology um, devices and platforms that we have that people and especially young people, young kids are using. I think social media is a bigger problem than a lot of us want to acknowledge. Almost everybody, all of you guys listening to the show probably acknowledge the fact that it is a problem and recognize that you probably need to limit your time on it. But where it's really dangerous is for our kids who obviously are too young to be listening to this show. They're not going to listen to a podcast and think about deep topics, but they are being introduced younger and younger to these, these platforms such as Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, whatever it may be, Snapchat. And they're being introduced younger and younger, and it's having this terrible effect on people. I've been reading lately about the effects of the internet and social media on relationships, and it baffles me how many people are staying single, not engaging in relationships, and people that aren't moving out of their parents' homes. Now, Yes, that's partly like the economy and the market and the way the world is right now. Um, it's pretty expensive and it's hard to find a place. But really, it's because you can stay in your parents' house and still feel connected with people all over the place. And it's become more socially acceptable, I guess, to stay and live with your parents. I did not have this mindset. I'm a little bit tiny bit older than this, um, generation that is, should be moving out. But I personally could not wait to move out when I was shoot 14. I was already looking at how much apartments cost and trying to plan like summer jobs to save up enough money and how much furniture and dishes and all that kind of stuff would cost because I wanted to move out the second I was able to, I was hoping my parents would emancipate, uh, emancipate me when I turned 16, Obviously that didn't happen, but I don't share the mindset of the current generation in their 18, 20 year old range that they just want to stay at home and they're not motivated to go and, um, work a standard nine to five, get a career, move out and hustle, right? It doesn't seem to be the, the, uh, norm Nowadays, now there's exceptions to the rule, right? There's some hardworking young people out there, but for the most part, kids these days are going about life in a much different way, right? And a lot of that is 
technology is to blame. And another thing that bothers me with technology is if we back it up and let's shrink down this, this idea a lot smaller, like you live in a small town and there is 10 young women and 10 young men and they're competing for attention and you know, the hotter ones get with the hotter ones, the more successful ones get with the more successful ones. And there's this beautiful dance between men and women that occurs and they all kind of partner up. Now you expand this a little bit and you get people leaving towns and other people coming in. But for the most part, you know, 20, 30 years ago, it was who was in your town, who you met at the bars, who you ran into at the grocery stores. That's how you met people. And that's who you had access to. Well, with the internet, something that gets picked on all the time is the fact that men will slide into girls DMS is how they would say it, but men will send messages to women and they send horrific things. Okay. I've had friends who have run experiments and created fake female pages and seen people that I know, friends that I know, people that I thought were not like this. I've seen the messages that men will send to women. And their idea, in my opinion, is you throw a hundred shots, maybe you get lucky and you hit one. Now, the content that they're sending these women, I don't think would ever work, but with social media, your net can be a whole lot bigger, right? So men get more and more desperate and more and more active because there is so many more targets than there would be if it was normal human life, the way we're supposed to be wired, right? The way your brain works. And on the flip side of that, women now have access to more successful men and better looking men way more than they ever did in the past. So you have an increasingly larger number of women now competing for a smaller number of men, right? You have 10 or 15 women that are seen at the top of their area going after one or two very successful men that they normally wouldn't have access to, or they live in a different city or however that may work. And then the men are kind of getting left behind. So there's these crazy statistics about more and more men are quickly becoming incels or undateable men. And a lot of that is testosterone declining, men becoming weaker, um, we're becoming fatter, lazier, you know, we're becoming more um, timid, we don't like to talk to people, we don't like to really put ourselves out there. And the whole idea of of competing for attraction and to meet somebody is slowly being broken down in society. And I think this is super dangerous. And social media is pretty new. You know, it's really only been around big in the last 10 years. And we have no idea what the effects are going to be 30 years down the line. If this trend continues where more and more men are, are having less relationships and, and becoming more isolated and women are being more aggressive and competing for less and less men. And that causes 
the women to be more promiscuous and the men to have more partners. Um, the damages that could come further down the road is terrifying, right? I wish I knew how to fix that. And I don't because for my kids sake, you know, I don't want them to be on social media a lot. I know they have to, because in order to compete and be engaged and not be seen as a weirdo in this world amongst their friends, they're going to have to have social media. They're going to have to, um, uh, communicate and, um, partake in what is popular at the time. I get that, but I really want to stress upon my kids and my friends and everyone that I can to really try and build real life relationships. The thing about social media is it makes you feel connected, right? You go on there and somebody has a thousand followers and that is like gold right now. The only currency that matters in the world today is how many eyes you could have on your content, right? That is the only, um, currency that even matters today. Obviously money matters, but not like that matters. So it makes you feel connected because you have all these friends, you know, maybe you, you follow all these people and you feel like, you know, their lives. Um, and maybe it is family members, your cousins that you feel like you're connected, but you really know nothing about them. They know nothing about you. All they know and all you know is the profile or the persona that is put out on an app that you see for a split second, you like it and you move on. Maybe you read a comment or, or sorry, a caption and you get a little bit of a story. Maybe you watch a video, you get a tiny snippet into somebody's life. Maybe you comment back, they say something, but really it's very shallow communication and bam, you're on to the next one. You're not actually building anything. In my opinion, social media should be really called like anti-social media because what it does is it, it drives you to seclude yourself and build these tons and tons and tons of tiny little shallow relationships that mean nothing rather than being personable and growing your, your in-person relationships more. So something I've done to try and avoid this is... I started making it a point to reach out to people more often. Now I am super busy all the time and it's easy for me to get caught up in the, in the rat race of going to work and doing this and doing the podcast and doing this over here. And, and it's really easy for me to kind of forget things and, and get off these goals. So I am a schedule guy. I love my calendar. I love spreadsheets. I got so many freaking spreadsheets. I have a spreadsheet to track my spreadsheets. I'm a nerd that way. But one of the things I've done is I've set up interval times where I need to reach out to people and reconnect with them. It doesn't take that long for me to take one of my best friends who lives in a different state and shoot him a meaningful text message or maybe even a phone call, which would be better. But, you know, a text message isn't is so invasive to them. It kind of lets them respond at their own pace. But I'm opening the door in a more connected way than social media really allows. So I've started to put this in my life where I want to call people more. I want to connect more and I want to, I want to get together with friends more. And 
and not necessarily like I've been a recluse and hiding from my friends, but I want to reach out to other fringes of friends and family and grow those relationships in person. And what I can say is just in the short amount of time that I've been doing it, the relationships have grown immensely relationships that I thought were um, dead or even negative relationships just by reaching out and having real one-on-one communication with them, looking somebody in the eyes and talking with them, those relationships have grown immensely. And it's been amazing. And it's been so much fun. And it makes me feel better. And it is pushing me to do that more. That is my tiny little test sample. And it's been awesome. And I want you guys to go out and do the same thing but the the bigger broader problem is trying to get our kids and um young younger people that we know and even our friends you know i know plenty of people in their 40s that are freaking addicted to their phone and they feel like they have these relationships and they just don't the human mind is wired to have one-on-one relationships while looking somebody in the eye and saying something and reacting to how they their facial expressions act, um, reacting to the tone of their voice, and that is how we are designed to work. We are not designed to stare at this box, at this artificial light, and send off messages with no context and no tone and, and no life and love and emotion in it. It's just flat. And I think if we continue down this path, we are going to be in a bad spot in many years. I think our birth rates are declining. I, I mean, I don't think that I know that. So, you know, when does population start declining and start flipping over as the generations get older and older and they're not having as many babies? Um, quickly relationship deterioration between friends and families and and you know, strangers and neighbors, like those degrade super fast. And it's not unforeseeable that in 50 years, America looks a whole, whole lot different. So I know I always stress to go out and meet somebody new, reaching out to people, talking, because it does matter, right? But try and drive your friends and your kids and your kids' friends to try and get off social media as much and try and actually put themselves out there and make a phone call every once in a while, call up an old friend, call up a cousin, call up your brothers, your sisters, your mom, and just genuinely connect with them. And I think that you guys will find that you're going to be a lot happier and your relationships are going to go much, much farther and they're going to grow deeper and better and richer. And if they don't, you may be able to start cutting out bad people because you're you're actually going to learn like, oh, this person's actually toxic for me and I don't want to be around them. I don't want to communicate with them. And now I can see that because I've gone further than just surface level. And maybe that's a better thing for you and your family, right? So go out this week, do that, try and call out some people, call some friends, call some family, and let's try and be more connected and less social media connected. 
All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to share this episode with somebody. Help me grow the show. You guys have been doing awesome. It's growing fast and I love it. Go on iTunes, leave me a five-star and a review and go on Spotify, leave me a five-star. And until next week, guys, later. Later.